I am looking for five unfulfilled healthcare professionals who want to create a clear roadmap to fulfillment in the next 30 days. If that's you, I would love to connect. Head to the link in the show notes to apply for a career clarity call, and I'll share all of the details with you. Have you ever been at a career crossroads and just agonizing over a decision? You're not happy in your current situation, but you also are so afraid to change it up. You don't want to make the wrong decision and then regret it. What if you walk away from your job and you're actually giving up a really good thing? But what if you stay in your job and you're just living out this burnt out, unfulfilled, miserable life? You're so worried about getting it wrong that you end up paralyzed with indecision. In this week's episode, I'm going to share with you how to avoid making the wrong decision in your career. You're going to learn a simple two-step process I've used with my clients to help send them in the right direction when it comes to making career decisions. Let's get to the show. Welcome to the Life After Medicine podcast, where we help you create a fulfilling and non-traditional career as a healthcare worker. I'm your host, Chelsea Turchin. In 2019, I left the hustle and grind of my OBGYN residency and set out to create a fulfilling career on my own terms. Now I'm a best-selling author, career and burnout coach, and world traveler. Through this podcast, I'll show you how to enjoy your work, make an impact, and support yourself financially without all the stress and burnout you are currently experiencing. Let's get to the show. Hello, my love. Quick question for you. Are you feeling like you're at a crossroads in your career? Like you know somewhere deep inside that you need to find a new career path or at least a new job setting, but you also feel at a complete loss. You don't know which direction to go in. You don't know what you want and you aren't sure what to do next. When you look around on Instagram and Facebook and all the social medias, it seems like everyone else around you is so on track in their career, but you just have this sense that you're floundering. So I remember this feeling and how disorienting it can be when you're thinking about making some sort of change in your career. And what you really need is some guidance and direction. And this is exactly why I've created the Pursue Your Purpose Workshop. This is going to be a three-day live workshop happening July 11th through 13th at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Each day, we're going to have a 30-minute live session to help you get clarity and direction on your bigger purpose because you don't have to do this by yourself. You don't have to keep feeling so lost and aimless and directionless. You don't have to feel like you're wandering around blindfolded through a desert. When you understand your purpose, you can easily figure out what you want. And during this three-day workshop, I'm going to help you gain clarity and direction on your next steps in your career. I am so excited for this workshop and would love for you to join me. You can click the link in the show notes to save your spot now. And remember, we start July 11th. And if you were also wondering, replays will be available for those who can't make it live, but you have to save your spot to get a replay. Hope to see you there. So just to give you a little context, this week's podcast episode comes from a weekly series that I started doing in my Facebook group called Career Chats. So this is a weekly Facebook Live that I do to answer your questions about how to create a fulfilling, authentic, and non-traditional career. So 
If the audio sounds a little bit off the cuff and not as well rehearsed, that is absolutely because it is, but I think there is still so much value you're gonna get in it and that's why I wanted to share it with you. Also, if you wanna join in on the conversation and the community, come join us in the Life After Medicine Facebook group. There is a link in the show notes. So we're gonna talk about how to avoid making the wrong decision in your career. And if you're joining me today, I'd love to hear from you, like, is this something you're currently worried about? Is this something you have been worried about in the past? Um, The reason I even bring this up is because it's a huge area that one, I personally struggled with, and that a lot of clients and a lot of people who join this Facebook group um, struggle with as well. They'll come to me and, you know, like, I'm between these two options. I can't figure out what to do. I don't want to get it wrong. I don't want to make the wrong decision. And and then there's this also this paralysis that happens. Like, people feel like they want to leave their job, but they're also afraid of, like, well, what if I leave and I regret it? What if the grass isn't actually greener on the other side? So, I don't want to make any sort of move and be wrong and regret it. And so I'm going to stay stuck and do nothing. So let me know if this is a quandary or a conundrum that sounds familiar to you, if this is something that you have struggled with as well. Um, I'm going to read to you, literally, this is exactly what I was struggling with when I was taking my leave of absence from residency. So if you don't know my story, I was doing an OBGYN residency, feeling really unhappy, burnt out, miserable. And I ended up getting to this place of burnout where I like physically could not get myself out of bed and I needed to take a five week leave of absence and try to sort my life out. I was trying to figure out like, do I still wanna do medicine? What do I wanna do? And in my journal, so I still literally to this day have my journal from that time when I was in residency and this is over three years ago now, I wrote some things in my journal Um, And I'm going to read it to you because it literally represents this, this fear and this paralysis that I was dealing with. I said, what if I go back to my old job, as in residency, for the wrong reason, and I end up in the same stressed out, burned out, and unfulfilled life? But what if I don't go back, and I have no idea what I'm doing going forward, and I end up floundering, unfulfilled, and in debt for the rest of my life? So I was in this place basically where I didn't know what to do. I didn't know the right quote unquote option. And I'll you know tell you why I put, I'm putting that in quotes. I didn't know what was going to be the best decision for me. And I was really worried about messing up. I was really worried. I essentially had made the story that like I had messed up choosing medicine in the first place. And then I had messed up choosing OBGYN. And then I had messed up choosing the exact residency that I chose. Like I should have chose a le- like a more relaxed one, a less like high volume one. So then I was telling myself basically like I've messed up every other career decision up until now. So why would I get this one right? And I, so I basically lost all trust in myself. And I really felt all of this pressure to... Uh, Yeah, I was just scared of making a mistake, scared of getting it wrong, and just putting so much pressure on myself. Basically, I was saying, like, don't mess up. (laughs) Don't get it wrong. Um, And I see so many of my clients do this, too, and I'd love to hear from you guys. Like, is this something that you're struggling with? Um, Is this something that you have dealt with before? That you, you kind of see life like a test. Like there's a right answer and a wrong, like a multiple choice test, even not even an essay, multiple choice test where there's like this rigid sense 
of what's right and what's wrong and you don't want to mess it up and there's this like perfectionistic like fixed mindset if you guys know about the growth versus the fixed mindset it's this fixed mindset of like you're supposed to nail it on the first try and if you don't like there's something wrong with you like you're bad at making decisions you don't know how to navigate life like you you really take it out on yourself instead of saying like oh i can make these decisions and i can learn from them or i can now i know more about what i don't want like none of that it's it's like you're supposed to nail it on the first try supposed to win right out of the gate and I think a lot of us have this mindset that we're supposed to essentially when we're like 17 or 18 we graduate high school we go to college we're supposed to you know not blink an eye and pick our major right away and know exactly what kind of job we're gonna get and just have this like straight into the right pathway where we're just always making the right decisions and always getting it right you have to win (laughs) like there's no room for learning there's no room for growth there's no room for experimentation um and so if that's you if that's what you're struggling with i would love to you know feel free to leave a comment let me know if this is something that you have struggled with and this is something i've seen in so many of my clients what i want to say is we're going to talk about how to kind of get out of this mindset because this mindset itself can be really paralyzing and you can feel really constricting and painful and like you can get really stuck in this mindset because you're so afraid of making a move one way or the other that you end up doing nothing let's see we got a comment dealt with that before after I took the leap eight months later I started to see that there was no black and white answer and that while it may appear some people are either failing or succeeding we don't know the full truth yeah that's huge too is like letting go of some of that comparison as well um because I think one of the things that keeps us very much on that like race to the finish line, getting in that kind of speed mindset of like, okay, I've got to get it right, got to get it right on the first try is because we're living in this comparison mindset and we're looking at other people and we're kind of ascribing success to them um, because their life looks a certain way from the outside. So yeah, I think that's a really good point. So let's talk through kind of how to get out of this stuck mindset and how to avoid making the wrong decision in your career, but more importantly, how to how to avoid worrying about all of this in the first place. So that's what we're going to do for step one. Like step one is just taking the pressure off, taking the pressure off because everything I'm describing right now, you can feel the tension. You can feel the pressure and the pressure keeps you paralyzed. If you'll notice, (laughs) like when you're dealing with all of these worries, what do you do? You do nothing because you're too afraid to move. And so first, before anything else, you have to take the pressure off. Just release that pressure valve. Just let it out. So you can look at where is all this pressure coming in the first place? So maybe it's coming from your family. Maybe your family has this emphasis on, come on, like, you know, your sister's getting a degree and your sister's doing that and your your brother's already married and they're all, and, and so you're feeling like you're in this race because from your family or from society, maybe from your peer groups, there's um, society in general can put a lot of these timelines on us. And this pressure can come from us believing. So it's not really society, like society, I guess we could say puts the pressure on us. Um, but 
it's like that um, Eleanor Roosevelt quote, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. No one can make you feel pressure without your consent. So we're kind of allowing society to put this pressure on us because we're subscribing to it. We're saying, yeah, I'll accept that timeline. I'll accept that pressure. I'm going to, I'm going to go for it. So, you know, there's all these timelines of you have to be like married and have kids, but and like buy a house by the time that you're 30. Like you have to have your life together by the time you're 30. You have to have your career by the time you're like 25. You have to have everything figured out by like all of these arbitrary dates. But you have to just take a step back and and look at like, what am I actually racing to? Um, And I love this quote, I forget who says it, but direction is so much more important than speed. Many people are going nowhere fast. So a lot of us are racing, 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 climbing these ladders, running these races only to get to the finish line or to get to the top of the ladder and be like, do I actually want to be here? (laughs) I don't know if this is actually where I want to be. And so really noticing and acknowledging like, maybe I don't have to race. (laughs) Maybe I can just release some of that time pressure, that timeline. And like, where is that coming from? Anyways, just kind of taking a moment to stop and look around and say, you know, like, I'd rather, I mean, you can decide what you'd rather do. For me, I decided I would rather just enjoy my life and figure it out than feel like in such a race to get somewhere and not even know if I actually want to be to that place that I raced to. And then it can also come down to, the pressure can come down to some of the global beliefs that you have about life. And so this is important to check in with these global beliefs, right? So if you're so worried about like right and wrong, then you have this global belief that there is a right way and there is a wrong way, which means there's this narrow area of Like there's a right way to have success and a wrong way to have success. And so you have these like narrow, rigid beliefs around right and wrong instead of what's right for one person might not be right for another person. And and so starting to realize that there's actually this individual variation that makes right and wrong, like Naomi was saying, it's not black and white. There's all of these areas in between and there's when you, when you think in this really rigid black and white way, it doesn't leave room for gray. It doesn't leave room for growth. It doesn't leave room for nuances. And really, it doesn't leave room for this individual variation. And so when you have this belief, like there is a right and wrong, um, that can be very constraining and that can put a lot of pressure on you. And, and another belief would be kind of just seeing life as a test or life as something to to win at life as this like thing that you have to get right instead of like, what if life was a game or what if life was an experiment? Um, How would you move through it differently, right? If life is an experiment, then it's okay if you make a decision and the decision doesn't fully serve you. It's not exactly where you wanna be and you can learn from it. You can take that feedback, you can grow, you can incorporate that into who you are and you can keep going. Life as an experiment, whether rather than life as a test, you either pass or fail. So you can see how, I think another theme that I'm even starting to pick up on right now is having this rigid either or thinking or having a more comprehensive like flow based thinking of like it, there's not one, one right way. There's all these different paths. Um, 
this one could be right for someone and wrong for someone else. And so just starting to have a more, I would say maybe more flexible and nuanced mindset and appreciation for the individual. Um, So taking that pressure off, which first starts with identifying where's the pressure coming from in the first place and what would it look like to just let some of that pressure go. So it's going to depend on where your pressure is coming from. Um, but really checking in with yourself, like how can I release some of this pressure? It's going to be the first step. And then step two is all about setting your parameters, right? Because if you're so worried about, well, I don't want to mess it up. I don't want to make the wrong decision. You need to get clear on what does that even mean to you personally? Um, and so some questions you can use to reflect on this, what outcome would make this decision feel good? Or how will you know that you've made the right decision? So you need to identify like which metrics you're using in the first place, because based on those parameters, that will help you approach the decision. And it'll help you avoid making the wrong decision because you have a clearer sense of, you know, what is right for you and what is wrong for you. So just to give you some examples of this so that it can feel more tangible, there was um, a girl in one of my group programs and she was essentially wondering whether or not she should go to residency. So she's a medical student and was in her third year, I believe, and was just kind of grappling with this decision of, should I apply for residency or not? She wasn't super happy in medicine. She wasn't sure if medicine was what she wanted to do long term but was just like really worried about making this decision, which makes sense. Like (laughs) that's a big decision to make. And so she was worried about, like, she didn't want to make the wrong decision. I don't want to like not go to residency and then regret it. I don't want to go to residency and then regret it. So basically like, I just, I don't want to get it wrong. I I want to avoid making the wrong decision. What do I do? How do I do this? And so I, during one of our coaching sessions, I asked her what, is important to you about this decision? Like, what will make this a good decision? And she said, this will be a good decision if it comes from my intuition, if it's a decision I make from listening to myself and not listening to all these outside voices. Like, that is all I care about. Um, If this will be the right decision for me, if it's a decision that comes from me connecting to and listening to myself. Okay, great. (laughs) So that gives us parameters, right? So then instead of running all these hypothetical scenarios through your head of what's going to be right, what's going to be wrong, you just get to shift the metric. It's not really about if it's right or wrong. It's just about this decision. I want this to be a decision that is a practice of connecting to myself and listening to my intuition. So you can see once those parameters are in place of like what will make this the right decision or the wrong decision, then you you know how to approach it and it doesn't feel so daunting. But you have to get clear on that part first. I'm going to give you another um, example because I think it can be really helpful to hear like, you know, what are other people's parameters? How do you kind of go about doing this process? Um, one Another one of my clients was in OBGYN and she was in a pretty toxic work environment and trying to find a way out, but was agonizing over all these different job offers. Um, and she had several different things that she was interviewing for and other things that were kind of like just like informally talking with people. And she was really agonizing over what to do. 
And she initially was putting all this pressure on herself for her next job to be like her final forever job. (laughs) She was like, this has to be the job. It has to be sustainable. It has to be the job I have for the rest of my life. I have to be able to stay here until I pay back my loans. Um, And that was a lot of pressure. So right, step one, take the pressure off. Like, does it, (laughs) does it have to be the case? Like, uh, you know, there is a benefit to having one job and just, you know, being in that one job and not having to worry about, you know, anything else. But like, why does this one, like, why does the next step have to be the step that you lock into for the next 10 to 20 years? I mean, that's a lot of pressure. So first identifying that pressure source and then questioning that and being able to release some of that, like, well, why does that have to be the case? Well, mm, uh, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Maybe it doesn't have to be the case. So just like starting to question that. I can't even remember what her reasonings were for wanting that to be like her forever job. Um, I think it was just because she didn't want to have to worry about, you know, finding another job. But who knows if it's just, it's just, I think it's too much to ask is to say like, I need to know who I'm going to be and what I'm going to want 10 years into the future. And I need to make a decision now for future me 10 years in the future. Like I barely can make travel plans a month in the future because I'm not sure what I'm going to want to do or be or where I'm going to want to go that far into the future. So I think that's just like really constricting and confining and releasing the pressure on that. Okay. And then then we had to clarify. So once we kind of released that pressure, it was like, okay, maybe this doesn't have to be (laughs) this job for the next 20 years. That feels a little bit better. Now let's identify the parameters. How will you know if you've made the right decision? And when I asked her that question, I was like, how will you know if you've made the right decision? And she was like, just like, if it feels like breathing room, she just wanted somewhere where she felt like she could exhale where she could feel a sense of relief. She was in this pretty toxic environment, was on taking a lot of call, was just very um, sympathetic, fight or flight all the time. And she just wanted to feel like there was some space and breathing room. And so then that became her new metric. So it became less of, can I make the right decision or the wrong decision? And it was more of what decision feels like breathing room? What decision feels like an exhale? And do you guys see how this really changes the game? This takes it away from this rigid, fixed, right or wrong, um, good or bad, yes or no sort of criteria. And it takes it back to what's going to work for you? What's going to serve you? How can I make a decision that is best for me? And you know, if you have family or other people to factor in, how can I make a decision that's best for everyone. And so first relieving the pressure, right? So if you're feeling stressed out, if you're agonizing over a decision, if you're going back and forth, back and forth, I don't want to mess it up. Let let me go back to what did I write in my journal? I said, what if I go back to my old job for the wrong reason? I end up in the same stressed out, burnout, unfulfilled life. Like, oh God, this, this path seems horrible. could be horrible. But what if I don't go back you know, leave residency and I have no idea what I'm going to do going forward. I end up floundering, unfulfilled and in debt for the rest of my life. So I'm just like, oh God, what if that's horrible? Oh God, what if that's horrible? Like, what's the right decision? What's the wrong decision? I don't know. If we just relieve the pressure. So like none of this has to be super duper final. There are, there are going to be ways. And so that was one thing that was helpful for me. I was like, you know what? If I really figure out at some point that I want to go back to residency 
I will find my way back there. I will have to go through the match. I'll have to, you know, do all these things. But like, it's not unheard of. And I could figure out a way to do that. Like there, there are ways for that to be done. Okay. So that felt a little bit less final and whether that was correct or incorrect, I don't know, but it made me feel better taking some of the pressure off and then coming back to what is important to me about this decision? How will I know? Like, what is the outcome that I'm looking for? What is the outcome that will make this decision feel good? How will I know that I've made the right decision? For me, it was just like, if I'm happy, if I'm happier. If I actually wake up and want to go to work, if I don't dread every day. And so doing this process is such a helpful way for you to start navigating career decisions because career decisions can feel daunting. It can feel like so much pressure. It can feel like, how do I even start? And so that's why I wanted to come on here and offer you this training, this career chat, this this pathway for thinking about it a little bit differently. So I'm just going to quickly review. Step one, take the pressure off. Figure out where's the pressure coming from? What would happen if I just let the pressure go? How can I let the pressure go? And then step two, define your parameters. What outcome will make this decision feel good? How will you know that you've made the right decision for you? And even, I don't even like saying right and wrong. Um, So I would even change that to say, how will you know if you've made a decision that serves you? That's what I like. Instead of right and wrong, I like to say serving you or not serving you. If you enjoyed this training, you are absolutely going to love my upcoming free Pursue Your Purpose workshop. This workshop is going to be held live next week, July 11th through 13th inside the Life After Medicine Facebook group. I am going to help you connect to your greater purpose so you can have clarity and direction on what career path is going to be most fulfilling for you personally. Like I said, it's going to be live July 11th through 13th, but replays will also be available if you can't join us live. To save your spot, you can go to coachchelsmd.com slash purpose or follow the link in the show notes. Can't wait to see you there. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Life After Medicine podcast. Make sure to leave a review and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. If you want to continue the conversation, share your takeaways, and connect with other like-minded healthcare workers, then come join us in the Life After Medicine Facebook group. The link to join the group is in the show notes. I can't wait to connect with you further.